episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. I pre-cracked, guys. I couldn't wait. That is an ice-cold Pilsner. It's so good. It's buttery crisp. Is buttery crisp a thing? I feel like buttery and crisp are two opposite Have you things. seen the video of the old the old woman and old man trying to oh, do that? Buttery, crispy, flaky, it, it, buttery, buttery crust. Buttery, or flaky crubs. <laughs> buttery, flaky crubs. And she's Cr- like, Bill! <sighs> and then she does it or it's whoever does it afterwards completely screws it up too. And they're like, crispy, buttery, it, flaky crispy, crust. Crispy, buttery breast. Yeah. And he's like, what? If you guys don't know what we're talking about, there's this hilarious like outtake of some probably like Cracker Barrel commercial. Yeah, of and it's these old, old couple. farmer couple, and they're sitting down at this table, and the and the uh, the camera is going across the table, and he's supposed to say like made with a buttery flaky crust or something, but he can't get it. Cannot get and it. And they do something like forty takes, and, and she's then- getting furious and at they him finally then switch who's saying the lines and then, and then sh- the other person can't say it right either and it's just like and the people are like the people on the crew you hear them behind the camera going like flaky <laughs> flaky and he's like oh yeah buttery flurry crust and they're like <laughs> what that is a really funny video dude you should there's also on just terms of commercial but flops are orson wells commercial he was doing commercials orson wells not orson who the fuck did it orson Orville wells is redenbacher the, is that no popcorn? orson wells is a writer oh orson well okay i was thinking like okay i wasn't even thinking that god why do they always come when i'm not at the gym the feds are raiding the gym oh okay good yeah okay what were you saying oh there's um, orson wells or something orson wells is the there's a director who the fuck is the director for this? But anyway, he was doing like champagne commercials. He started a wine, a wine um, company, and he gets just so hammered in his commercials. <laughs> like clearly, trying, he's been drinking his own business. Yeah, trying to do them, and he's got he has a very notable voice. He's like a really really famous director, but he's got this. Oh, Orson deep. Welles. Orson Welles is yeah, the kind director. of a big guy with a with a uh, yeah. with a beard. I okay. love watching those videos. Why am I blanking on? Oh, I don't, I'm confusing him with the sci-fi writer. Oh, because he Orson read, Welles is like he talks like this, and he's always yeah. like yeah, yeah, yeah. Orson, those videos are amazing of him just have doing interviews and stuff like that. I actually love the Orson Welles videos. That's so funny. Yes, I actually showed Jess the other night. I was watching Orson Welles at like two a.m. Yeah, like him like just talk, dude. So his wine commercials are so funny. Because he's just wasted. Oh, <laughs> this wow. Is California. We'll show. It's we, the yeah. best California champagne. Champagne. <laughs> 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 he's just completely. He's been drinking it all day. The best French champagne. You've never seen those. I've never seen. It's funny. I've watched countless hours of just Orson Welles talking on like you know late nights or like interviews so or whatever he read the reason i was getting it confused is he did this famous there's this famous radio thing he did where he read this sci-fi book about aliens landing yes i know what you're talking about and people started like jumping out of windows they thought it was real oh like a cult thing yeah oh, it was wow. the movie tom cruise was in mm-hmm. there's an alien cult. landing tom cruise tom cruise is in it Day after tomorrow or some day shit. after tomorrow or oblivion. 
day, I think or, it's day after okay. tomorrow, where they're like the three-legged. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, day after tomorrow. Yeah. So Orson Welles read that story. Like original story. It was like, uh, he, we like interrupt your, yeah, right, like right. we're doing this. And people started thinking that you know there what? was a real fucking alien invasion. And then invasion. he had to go on the news and apologize. And just yeah, be like, by the way, it's not real. killing themselves. I remember this. This is like some crazy. No, because he, he was going on. Mm-hmm. And it was like he was reading it like it was really happening. He yes, wasn't, he, he was, was reading yeah, it like it was, was news. He, it was before the internet. Obviously, it was like in the fifties or sixties. So people would listen to the to the radio and think this is the government calling us. Yes, the, like the government saying the aliens are here. The aliens are here. Yes, and he was just reading a book, be doing like kind of a funny thing. And so people were like, oh my God, the aliens are actually here. And he, they would like yes. j- jump out and try to like run away. People thought like the major yeah. cities were under attack, and that yes. they were like, dude, it was like really crazy and then he had to be like by the way i was just joking it was just a book i'm just kidding like everyone chill uh-huh talk about like the difference between now and then like now if the aliens come we won't even believe they're here because we'll think it's some installation by an artist you and know now, what, and back then they all it takes is one guy on the, the radio aliens? Going, the aliens are Dude, here and everyone's like oh my god we literally got confirmation oh right that those nasa no pictures one gave a shit everyone's like whatever dude. everyone's like kardashians have a new season which is i'm sure very good that's like pretty much how people yeah. reacted. Was the U.S. government's like, we're acknowledging this thing, and people are just like, who cares? By the way, aliens, if you're listening, because I know most aliens are big Bros fans, um, now would be a good time to attack if you're looking to take over, just because we will we will be defenseless because we won't even believe it's you. We'll just think it's someone like in Times Square with a like like a. They're uh, not real. They'll be like that person's just in Hollywood and fine and in like a Spider-Man costume. It's so crazy. Do you so- think aliens are real? I know that they are real. No, you know a UFO was real, but I mean aliens. No, I, I mean I was just dude. There's a oh God. I was just reading something about space, and it said like there's more, more planets in the universe. It was either more planets. We're gonna say planets rather than galaxies, but it was more planets in the universe than seconds that have passed since the Big Bang. So it's just endless, basically. It's just, and that's infinity as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it was just like, there's more. We're talking billions of years in seconds, which is just infinity at that point. I don't there's even care. There's more like, you. T- okay, so then you want to make the argument that we're literally in, an, in a never-ending expanse right. of possibilities. You'd rather latch on to the belief, you'd rather hedge your bet that we're the only existence of life what did you hear there's either a lot of aliens or no aliens it's like one of the two but there's not there's very very unlikely that there's like a couple it's either there's tons yeah and they're everywhere or there's like none (laughs) i think that's like a pretty reasonable it's either like it's it's a one-off or like it's everywhere but it's also i think people underestimate forms of life like what do sure we're thinking like other people like us instead of just like some sort of weird and there's those arguments that just get into like so much like metaphysical stuff but to me it's just simply like hedging your bet against the odds what kind of alien would you like to be like like let's say alien touches down tomorrow what is your ideal alien like if we were to encounter like they, they show up tomorrow what are you looking for i don't want some humanoid I would okay. want some some crazy other thing, you know? Obviously on. nice, but just a nice, crazy nice, other thing. Nice situation. Um, it's hard for me to wrap around. All it's right. hard for me not to dissociate, like to separate it from 
all the other like the sci-fi imagery we have and yeah stuff. exactly um I, I would love it if they were like some you know they had to be like housed in some sort of crazy chamber because they're, mm. they're like they're like aquatic in some way but so then like when we encounter them they have like these crazy like aqua seals <laughs> around them they're aquatic but they still but they don't breathe underwater so space, they wear space yeah but they have to have like these aqua suits where like it's like you know they're taking their atmosphere around with them but even though they don't exist in the atmosphere because they have to wear there was shields there was a book that i read where like these um space there was it was a crazy situation in space but um they were trying to uh, a human encountered another alien species where like the star, the sun was dying mm-hmm. and they were sharing the same star. So they were both sent to sort of figure out a solution to what was going on. And there was uh-huh. a bacteria eating the heat that was being generated from the sun. And so they were slowly, this bacteria was basically like eating the sun and they were sent to this universe to also solve the solution. But that animal's, that aliens universe had a much higher density of just gravity than ours. So it'd be like earth's gravity times like 200. Right. So in order for them to like, when they wanted to, they, they wanted to be able to like work on the problem together, they had to create a, a, an atmosphere, like a contained atmosphere that created the amount of pressure <laughs> he is, would need. We've been doing this too long. That he it's would need long. to sustain. <laughs> I just like this. I really like that idea. I like how complex it is. Of like, <laughs> but like it's too if long. Like if we were to meet these, if we were to meet these other beings, I don't want it to be so simple for them Got to be it. like, oh, we're just so compatible. We can just step off our ship and breathe earth. Do you want air. them to be attractive? I like the idea of like sexy aliens yeah, like in Star I mean. Trek, you know? Like that's what Avatar I think is shit. funny. It's like in that stuff, it's like it's always a humanoid thing because we have to like right, be able to play Right, but that's like, you know. What is it? Is it Oblivion where the, like the egg-like spaceship no, lands? No, Arrival. Arri- Dude, that is one of my favorite so you want that kind alien of alien movies. See, I want Avatar. I want like cool, like a little different, but like kind of like us. A humanoid. Sure. sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh- <laughs> I had the hots. And, I had the hots for the Avatar girl. I was gonna say Evan, <laughs> Evan wants sexy aliens. Evan wants. Hey, like, if you're so, gonna come down, you might as well be sexy. You, you know, know what I mean? Hot. <laughs> Dude, I remember watching that show or that movie. You know, I don't. How old were we? Ten, thirteen. In high school, we were in high, oh, high school. school. Okay, well, I remember thinking like. That's you know I'm into this alien. There were two movies. I know we were in high school. You were into it. Just like, roast me for it all the time. Blue, I'd be into some blue alien stuff. <laughs> Is that what you bring up for if you guys are doing some role play? I'm Avatar. I'm like <laughs> connect to my tail. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Okay, broads, interrupting the bros, so I think I can speak for everyone when I say the holidays should be spent with friends and family celebrating and savoring all the special moments, and not a single second of that should be wasted standing in line at the post office. Unfortunately, the reality of life is that things need to be shipped, especially during the holidays, so you might be thinking going to the post office is unavoidable, but actually, that's not the case. Not if you use stamps.com. Stamps.com. 
We love them. They're the online platform that brings the post office to you. Anything you could do at the post office, you can do from your home office, your couch, wherever you want. You can print postage, schedule pickups, compare shipping rates. And if you run a small small business, it gets better because stamps.com can integrate with Etsy, Shopify, eBay, a lot of other uh, storefronts so you can run your online business seamlessly and ship to all of your customers with no problemo. So already you're going to save a whole lot of time thanks to stamps.com, but it doesn't just stop there. You're also going to save money which is everyone's favorite sentence around the holidays especially, right? Stamps.com gets you access to savings you can't even get at the post office, and they really add up. So what are you waiting for? Get ahead of the holiday chaos this year. Get started with Stamps.com today. Sign up with promo code CHATTY for a special offer that includes a four-week trial, free postage, and a digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the mic at the top of the homepage, enter code CHATTY. So fall is for cozy sweaters, scary movies, and pumpkin-spiced everything. Yes, go ahead and call me basic, okay? I like pumpkin-spiced everything. Uh, But if you work in healthcare, fall is also for new colors and styles in figs. And that is something to get excited about. If you don't already know, figs is the company that is totally turning traditional scrubs on its head by making scrubs comfortable, functional, and stylish, because there's no reason you can't have all three. If you've been in any sort of medical office or have any friends in the medical profession, there is a good chance you've seen a pair of figs. They're everywhere. Everyone loves figs. They're created with ridiculously soft four-way stretch fabric. They're moisture-wicking, anti-wrinkle, anti-odor. And some of their styles have up to 20 pockets. And they're extremely cute. There are also a ton of different styles to choose from. But if you need a starting point, you can pick up one of their best-selling core scrubs, which will never go out of style and are super easy to mix and match. Also, if you work in a medical office, you can get your figs customized with text or icon embroidery. I actually went to an office the other day where the team had this, and it was so cute. Also, figs, if you have any friends or family members who are in the healthcare industry, this is a great holiday gift idea. A pair of figs? Amazing. Figs believes that the awesome humans in healthcare deserve awesome scrubs to match. Head to wearfigs.com, use promo code CHATTYBROADS, you'll get 15% off your first offer. That's wearfigs, W-E-A-R, figs.com, promo code CHATTYBROADS. So How funny. was your weekend? Good? All right, cool. Um, No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> Dude, this week's been crazy. Becca's yeah. doing her workshop, so I'm just alone with the kids. Mm-hmm. Which is nice, honestly. It's like yeah. nice to spend time with them and just yeah. get dad unsolicited dad time. But it's that also, nice. um, it's cool for a couple of days. And they're now at the age where I can actually have a conversation of like, she's not here. It's yeah. just us. And yeah. they're both like, oh, okay. I feel like the same way with, with Amber. It's like, there's something about when I have her alone versus both of us. She almost kind of wants both of our attentions and there's almost like then me and Jess are talking in some ways. It's more fun for like the conversation that we're all hanging out, but it's also can be more difficult because you're trying to talk to her. You're trying to talk to her. You're um, then they want your attention evenly, but as opposed to like when it's one on one, it's a little calmer. I feel Mm -hmm. where like they kind of settle into like, it's just me and you. And we're kind of doing our thing. And if dad's kind of like got to do something, like make food or something, they kind of settle into what they're doing. Versus if you are making food and they have mom, 
then they're bugging mom and then no one can really rest you exactly know? they're so chill when it's just me like they're like i've just realized all they want me to do is chase they just want me to chase them around yeah and they just want me to pretend to be a bear just fun guy that's basically it. disneyland dad yeah and then read them some books brush their teeth and that's they're super psyched got it but frank i used to have to walk him through every room of the house mm-hmm. to show him that becca wasn't actually in the house because he wasn't he old enough to grasp it going to bed now i just told him i was like no she's not here it's just me and he was like okay right i was like oh that's chill right but now this morning was the first time where they were like okay like where's get her back where is she right because how long like, is she gone for like a week sunday she gets back on saturday oh so a week back into our lives on saturday right and yeah. a week a week's a chunk it's a long time for a two-year-old and he a doesn't really grab like after one day he's like okay is she back from her trip and they don't get time they, time is relative ruth uses yesterday as anything that happened in the past ember still struggles with like tomorrow she always goes like is it after the next day like she uses a lot of that because she's like what does tomorrow really mean you know she's like faking it. after the one sleep you know what is time that's what she's really asking like what is time true before we get into this episode i have to bring something up okay i learned about something called time dilation have you ever heard of this yeah okay cool then it's not gonna be interesting okay no i'll cut this out i want to hear you do you know what it is though well it's when you experience time slower or faster right if you're going faster oh you're talking like like relativity time yeah that that's i didn't know about this i mean like i had seen it on movies but like the idea that like if you travel at the speed of light Mm -hmm. and then come back to earth Mm -hmm. you will be younger than everyone on earth by like significant amount of time did you watch yes i did see your movie with oh no okay they do that big part of it Uh, okay well i didn't but it was just like fascinating to me i was just like dude the idea that like and then they they were talking about watches that's why you have to reset watches because when you go on a plane or move around or height and all gravity all that stuff that like your watch is different than absolute time because of how you move in the galaxy like that's insane the faster you travel the slower time goes relative to everyone someone else. who's still so it's the yeah. whole thing is like if a train is going at the speed of light and another train is not like the twin if there's there's a whole twin thing that's what they the, the math formula the math oh like two twins how they they're, model they're by they the do. by the time they die they're different ages yeah, yeah exactly so that's anyway if anyone's they go through this in the buzz lightyear movie where right. he is constantly trying to find like a new fuel form Got to it. go at this like hyperspeed and all everyone else he knows is getting older but he's still kind of similar exactly, yeah interesting exactly. anyway little just side nerd out there i was really hoping you didn't know what it was because i wanted to blow your mind but now that i'm thinking about it you're a big sci-fi guy you would have known that makes much it's more sense. one of the weirdest it's too it's to, too big for my brain let alone trying to like apply it and understand it it's like forget it we're just talking about a reality show so Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is how i would be on the back if i was this is like, if i had dude, cocktail time there's this crazy book i read about like alien atmosphere and they're like what could you imagine <laughs> could you imagine it's like that's what like my, like cocktail hours be like you they want to get to know me and it'd be like this is how we're gonna do this <laughs> i do love that idea though <laughs> just this long rant on like an, a, a sci-fi movie you saw and everyone else is like, what is he doing? What is he talking about? But then there's going to be the one that like is obsessed with that. So do you ever think just about this stuff? 
is you know what it is it's very um uh seinfeld mm-hmm. it's very george you know george just is like he sits there and he starts like going george. on these rants but he's always ranting about like a weird just fact well, i love that it's an issue i have with being like present that you're not present or you are present when you i'm do that? not present like right someone can be talking to me and they don't realize like i'm literally not there you know I'm what my brain, i do you realize i realize it because i'll be there? talking and i'll look at your eyes and no one's home <laughs> <laughs> you kind of got like shark eyes you know like you're kind of looking at him and i'll be like in the middle of talking and i'll kind of look at you and i'll be like I'm oh, try- he's not, he's not even here right now. Like, he's, not, like, he's not listening to what I'm saying right I now. I can't help. I like, mean, it kind of glosses. Like, I hope you don't take it personally. I don't take I it personally. Cannot, I can't. It's just like, I, I don't get what's going on, but it's like my brain will just get. Because I'll notice it sometimes in the podcast because I'll go on this whole thing about something and then you, you go like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, bro, I just spilled my heart out and you said, Yeah. It's because you tapped in the second I wrapped up and you're like, I didn't catch so about 80% of that. Bad. I don't have any control. Over it. It's just a tension issue I have my whole life. That's so funny. I mean, we've all been guilty of that. Okay, let's jump into this episode. Yeah. <laughs> Finally, we're to this point. Dude, we're at the and finale here. We're at the first part. Um, Let's just jump in to, let's go person by person. Zach. Right, we'll start easy or sad, however you want to talk about it. Um, I thought it was interesting how he said, like, you turned into the Bachelorette that night. You weren't the Rachel that I fell I in thought love it with. was tight that he said that mm. personally. I thought it was like, I get it. He said that in person. He didn't say that when he was back in front of her on the show right no he said that to her to her to her when he was leaving like so when he pulled her away from the rose ceremony he said to her to the rose ceremony but then he was back in the hot seat oh you mean like in no no that everybody back in the hot seat was like i'm so sorry i shouldn't have said it that way that was kind of the general response to to everyone that was so upsetting to me of like i have different thoughts on that you kind of got the raw emotion on the show and then on the hot seat everyone had like i thought it was awesome that he called her out on the show this whole person that i like person that came to meet my family person who like was taking me seriously up to all this point and then all of a sudden he was just like who is this Mm. this is what our fantasy suite's gonna be like and what bothered me was like the closest he got to her just acknowledging what he was saying had validity was she was like, well, I just like needed clarity on da-da-da. And it was like, no, you made your mind up. You had made your mind up that you liked those other guys more than Zach. And rather than just be able to go through it, like you, you just had to create like a whole thing. And all he wanted was like, you could have just, broken his heart you could have just told him like hey like i'm just realizing like after being on those other dates like i'm just more into those guys than i am to you and she just couldn't give him that it's one of those lessons i think dating wise of like it's not saying rachel's a bad person it's just that whenever you're in a scenario there's always like people i know i've been in there i know friends who have done this where they're like i just really don't want to hurt their feelings and it's like that concern that's not your 
That's not your problem. That's not your well, thing you to worry about. Hurt, yeah. It's 10 times worse if you end up being fake to somebody because you don't want to hurt their feelings. And then they pierce that veil where they're like, wait, to avoid hurting me, you just drug this out for however long? Well, personally, what I think it was is like, I don't think that she didn't like him. I think that like during, like right before, maybe the date into Fantasy Suites, she started going like, there's a missing spark, right? There's a missing element. And instead of, I think where the mess up was, because you have every right to feel the way you feel. I think the mess up was when instead of just going like, there's something missing, can't really figure out what it is. I'm so sorry to do this to you, but I'm, I'm going to have to let you go. It was, uh, maybe you're too young. It well, was, that was the thing. It, it was like, like, she, it was like she was too afraid to just, or too nervous to just tell him how she felt. And so she kind of made it like a him thing a little bit. Like, you're not ready. You're too young. Well, and that's Politically, why, maybe we're not on the same. Like, there was kind of like certain things like that where it was like, instead of just saying, I don't think we have a connection. And then it made him lose his mind because he's going like, I thought we were going to get married. Everything was perfect. What just happened? I'm not ready. Like, that was the problem where it was like, she has every right to feel like I'm not connected to you. And he has every right to hear that. But when you make it about something, it's not that can really mess with the person's head. Well, you, that, that's you saw him. He was devastated. He was like back to what I was saying on the previous episode on the light spectrum of the gaslight. Right. But what I liked though, is that when he called her out, she owned it. She said, there was just something missing, and I was trying to figure out what it, it was. It took that, though. It took that, but I will say she could have kept it going. And she could have kept it going. She yeah, did she just kind of go, hey, there's something missing. I'm sorry, you know, but whatever. So at least they got there, but it was like he probably had a pretty rough week. What I there. think is funny is like it used to, when we watch older seasons of this, it's rare that you saw someone be like, you know what? I'm not going to sit through this rose ceremony. Yeah. I'm getting now it's like every other episode <laughs> is someone's like, catching on to what's going on yeah. and they're like you know what fuck this and yeah. they're just like i'm out i quit before you can fire me yeah it totally is that it's, it's, it's quitting before you get fired it's that whole situation it's kind of funny to me and it's sort of i think it's a theme of a lot of this stuff is like you guys agreed to be on this show yes let the show be the show <clears throat> say your goodbye go except th- okay you realize you're not going through this there's still a rose ceremony you have yeah to like let through. the ser- let let the let the drama be the drama a little bit when you quit early yeah. it is a little bit like there's no suspense anymore you killed exactly. it exactly and um, it's also for me with the with the mains whether it's the bachelor or the bachelorette it's also like don't send them home early just keep your freaking options right and have someone to send home at the rose right don't just make these like hardline decisions ahead of time you got time you made your decision in the moment great you don't need to be like you know what pack your fucking bags you're done just be like save it for the rose ceremony yeah like let this play out a little bit well, yeah that's what we're all here like, maybe for. you'll discover something different think about how many rose ceremonies did we even see this season i wish we could we count saw the up. least amount ever because everyone was just getting axed the whole show's about the rose <laughs> ceremony people this were whole- just getting axed out like Left and right. There was probably like, it's like what we were going to see 12 episodes and we should see a rose ceremony every episode. And I think we've seen like two or three complete ones. I know it's crazy, right? It's super nuts. It's super nuts. Um, Well, that's like back to my theory of like, why don't the guys just get engaged and then figure it out later? 
why are they so obsessed with like Dude, not getting engaged? That's we'll, we'll, we'll I, I've been really this. trying yeah. not to jump around on that, <clears throat> let's, but let's, that's like let's a go, big so thing. Let's I gotta go get to, my second beer. Oh yeah, second beer is you up. You keep talking to me though. Well, next we have... Yeah, so basically the way Zach ended, he came back on the show. They both were like super apologetic. Um, I felt like that was a little much. I didn't feel like he needed to necessarily like apologize. And then I also just felt like she only just needed to kind of say, hey, you know, we already went through this, but sorry for kind of making it about your age or something. But it, it was very like, Dude, I'm so sorry. And it was just, it was a little bit like, okay, I think it's just an unfortunate situation. And she had, she caught a bad vibe, but she wasn't vibing and he was thrown off by it. Like I'm it's really okay not to let into, it be what it is. I'm really not into the whole, like, I think people are really scared of the potential backlash for standing their ground as a like, that they're like, just it's, you're not with them anyway. You're not going to get back together with them. What do you really want when you go into this to them to concede or like fall on their sword? It's Maybe more it's so more just of like, a I'm sorry for embarrassing. It's like, I just have an issue of being like, ex- well, totally. But I'm just like, dude, I have a major moral issue of like, I'm sorry for putting my foot down and having establishing extremely reasonable boundaries around my emotions. I'm, yeah, I'm you sorry. You're kind of like ignoring. 100%. Sorry that embarrassed you. Well, not even the embarrassment. It's like, I'm sorry for having an opinion about my relationship sometimes. It gets a little bit like that. I where think it's, it's like, I'm like, I feel bad. I felt bad for the situation. But at the same time, I also could imagine being her and being like, uh oh, there's nothing wrong with this guy. And I just don't vibe. And I don't want to be the bad person here to like, just crush him and so sometimes you can panic and just kind of like you know obviously make that move but i mean i'm glad she at least just said at the end like i was looking for what it possibly could be she didn't double down on like well i think that you are you know she she did like relinquish that a little bit which was good we can say compared to avon zach might not have had the full package okay let's get into avon now yes oh yeah the full package exactly um okay help it yeah, she was like, the whole package. Yeah, it's just like, okay. Yeah, Zach didn't. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get there. We they don't know They literally this. said they just talked all night, and then that's why it was so awkward. Politics and religion. My favorite's just, my favorite's just like. What's more divisive? Mm. But still, it still is the best ever. He goes, good cup of joe. Good cup of joe. <laughs> Next morning, there's nothing worse than that comment. Just like. Oh, do you, uh, just, uh, do you see, uh, what Ron DeSantis said? Nice, <laughs> nice weather out, huh? <laughs> um, okay. Avon, Avon with the family. I thought he nailed it. He did a great job. Like, like, let's not talk about the friends yet. Just like the dad. Cause the dad was grilling. The mom was grilling. And I felt like he did an amazing job. Like he was sweet. He was kind. He talked about the things that he cared about her. He brought up, um, you know, just now they have a connection. Aiden that's had deep. been my front runner, right? The whole time, he was he was just so solid in front of the family. You know, he really did a good job under the pressure cooker. He really played that political game well. Of like, dad's big alpha male, so I'm mm-hmm. not going to try to push that, but I'm also not going to cower. So I'm going to have a nice balance. I thought he killed it. Um, and then the friends just grilled him pretty hard. You know, they were like. She will be engaged. Well, yeah, and he's like, "Well, I just this is." Well, yeah. So what? So then he goes, "Okay, well, I we we'll, we'll see and we'll see if I'm there at that time, right?" And then the friends talk to 
Rachel and she's blown out of the water. Okay, so now that leaves us with the situation. Okay, so then this is this has been one of my biggest things I think like about Rachel, her confusing like her dream desires with what's actually in front of her. Yeah. Or like her inter- her interpretation of a scenario, which is like Avon hasn't even said he loves you. Yeah, just and falling you, in love. He said he's falling in love with you and you want someone you're saying that Avon's now going back on his word that he's ready for He hasn't even said he loves you and you think that he's about to fully get engaged to you. He to me it's like he has been saying that he wants to leave here with Rachel at the end of it. And that all he's he's maintained like I am ready for a committed relationship and like I'm falling in love with you. I don't think he's like misleading in any of this. Rachel just wants to me, it's like she's like, I want the show to end this way. I want the engagement at the end of this. And he even was like, Well, if that's what you want, like we can, I guess, but like for me, like I'm not gonna just do it just because to satisfy this like other prerogative that's like why are you gonna at what point does it just mean nothing then if it's like just a matter of what you want and you're not i like to me it's like there was no she was no longer seeing him or hearing him it was just simply it was just very frustrating to me to be like you're not even willing to hear what he's saying to you yeah which is like what and i thought what he was saying was super logical and like I mean, and that that also then is one of my quips and what upsets me is like, dude, what are you doing? What, look at the show you're on. Don't stop playing the game. This isn't the show of logic. Yeah, yeah, right. You've agreed to be on a game show. <laughs> right. Treat it as such. It's not a real engagement. It's a game show engagement, dude. This isn't like... I don't think anyone is going to hold you accountable to that if in six months it doesn't work out or in right. three months it doesn't work That's out. That's always been my position just on general. I'm like, what do you? what's the big deal? Like get engaged, go through, then start dating. Like you don't need to cut this whole thing out just because of some weird word. People really get hung up on the word, you know? So I have two views on... Like I'm engaged right now. It doesn't mean anything. <laughs> That's a great line. And it could all fall apart. Who knows? We don't have a date. Yeah, what is engagement really anyway? What is it anyway? It's like it's a precursor. Just, it's like a handshake deal to the contract. I'll tell you, it's bigger. A bigger transition is going from just hooking up to officially dating. Right, right. That's true. Or moving that's in. A, moving in is a real one. That's a much bigger transition than just now we're engaged sure. with no wedding date in, in sight. So I have like two. Well, first of all, yeah, I have two kind of thoughts on the Rachel and Avon thing. Just discussing Rachel. I just threw our engagement so hard under the bus. That was hilarious. <laughs> that was hilarious. <clears throat> so my thoughts on Rachel are she seems to be, yeah, really obsessed with engagement. And then her family pressure seemed too. They are all kind of like, well, you know, she's getting engaged. She wants to get engaged. It was a real like everyone is really focused on engagement as like that is the thing. I'm sure there's like from the previous season too of like, I don't want to be zero for two. So I can sympathize with that too. Like being like, I can't go on a show twice. 
and then be the lead and still not be engaged. Like there's probably a lot of like fear there and pressure there. And the family's like, we don't want to go through this again. And it's a little, it's a little strange um, in perspective of normal life where it's like, this is the problem with young people being on the show. Right. Because it's like, they're like, I'm like, okay, so is Tino going to win just by default because he is down to get engaged? Like, how does this work? Cause she, cause she said, I saw us at the end. You know what I mean? Like, which is like, means she might've been the most in love with, with Avon. It's cause she's devastated. She's crying so hard. Now here's the other end, right? I think that's more the obvious. Like we all agree. Like there's an obsession. We all have what we want in life, right? If you really just want a certain lifestyle and you're looking for someone to give that to you or a thing, you have every no, right to feel that way. She's just being blinded by She's it. just blinded by like the idea, right? Here's the other angle though. From what it seems like after now watching both their interactions, it seems like he backpedaled. He's logical, yes. What he's saying makes sense, yes. But he even said, she said, we were on the same page. You said you were ready to get engaged. And he goes, yeah, I just got caught up in it. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. That is so true. Here's the thing. I am all about, I agree with him that like, hey, this is fast. I don't know. But at the same time, she walks into her family's house on the same page with him. She, he, she said that they said, and he even confirmed, I said, I'm ready to get engaged. Now, if I walked in and I thought we were on the same page and then all of a sudden I hear from my buddy that she says to him, she's not going to get engaged to me. I would be completely blindsided. So my thing is like, if you went into this, Avon saying I'm down to get engaged. And then you pull the rug out while with the family for her not to be devastated is unlikely. Yeah. So for me, I go, I look at it like both people, like it's kind of like on him. Cause like she said what she wanted he said, I'm going to give it to you. Exactly. So my thing is like, I would imagine Rachel's getting a lot of flack for like being so obsessed or like letting this dream guy go. But she could also be feeling like, I can't really trust you because we were on the same page. Everything was locked in. And then out of nowhere, you pulled the plug. This is, and this is where and it's I, like, it's a little bit like I could see in her mind, the fear of later going on and going, you might do this to me later when we start dating. We'll be right at the edge and then you'll pull the plug again because you're nervous. So I understand that like, like if he hadn't have committed to engagement and she was obsessed with engagement and then like, what do you mean you're not going to engage? Then I understand the like, whoa, you need to chill. But the fact that he said yes and then pulled it without talking to her before, that is... That's a big I mean, one. That you shouldn't have. Yeah, he shouldn't have disclosed it to her friends. Like he definitely screwed the pooch. He should on have that. pulled her aside and said, "Hey, I'm having second thoughts." No, so anyway, no. those are my. That's and it's my, also it's like yes, you got caught up in the show, dude. You got caught up in what it is. Don't lose like don't lose sight of the fact that you're on the game show. Be caught up in it. But I'm even cool with him not. It's just more like you can't. Like everything he said was so logical, and I agree with him. But you can't say you were going to do it and then pull the plug with the family on there. Like, you, there's, it's very hard to come back from. Very hard. Especially when you have someone else who's like, I'm ready. Or do you just lay some ground rules after the fact? Do the engagement and just be like, look, like, I don't want to get married for like two years. Yeah. 
And then you have your timeline of like, mm-hmm. yeah, we met on this show. It ended in this thing. We were like, da 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 da. Okay, broads, I'm going to sound old saying this, I think, but up until a few years ago, I thought that having pierced ears kind of stopped at the lobes and if you were feeling spicy, maybe a cartilage piercing or two. But oh my God, there are so many more piercings that you can do now. The sponsor of today's show, Studs, has actually coined the term earscape, which refers to all the little piercings you can get on your ear and how you can coordinate the jewelry together. They really have become the go-to for all things piercings and earrings. So if you're looking to up your earscape, you have to check out Studs. Oh my God. I'm obsessed. Oh my gosh, I have studs in my ears right now. If you have a few piercings and or just, you know, two, and you want to refresh your look, Studs Pro Stylists are available in person or online to help you out. They will style your ear. They have a selection of over 250 different styles of earrings. You can change up your look with hoops, huggies, studs, cuffs, dangles, all made with materials that won't turn your ears green and you never have to take them out. And if you're looking to get a new piercing or pierced for the first time, even studs is the spot. It is the spot. They have locations in Los Angeles, New York City, Austin, Nashville, Miami, Boston, Seattle, with more coming soon. Remember how the only spot to get pierced used to be in a dimly lit store in your town's local mall? Yeah, this is um, a million times better than that. Oh, my God. Their stores are incredible, okay? So cute. And studs only pierces with single-use needles, never ever guns, so it's way safer, especially for those more advanced piercings, which means they will actually last, unlike those piercings we all got from the mall. So go in person or shop online to get the cutest earrings. I also have studs in right now. I never take them off. They are my favorite earrings. Go check them out. And right now, studs is offering our listeners 20% off your first purchase when you go to studs.com slash chatty go to studs.com slash chatty for 20 percent off your first purchase that's studs.com slash chatty but there it must be a lord of the flies situation a little bit though like where people are just losing their minds in the show and they're like not they're not able to like extrapolate it <sighs> just whatever um anyway so that was my view i believe it wasn't just her i mean i i do think that like there is a weird obsession with engagement and it's a little like it's not my style but I also well, go, but if you're on the same page and then someone pulls the plug. This is my thing, though. This is my thing about the age. Because if I talk to my friends right now, my friends who are single mm-hmm. going into their mid-30s are like, I okay, like at this point, I realize it's just about work. Right. It's just about hard work and, you know. A relationship. Yeah. yeah. And they're like, fuck it, dude. You're talking about like, okay, like we'll, we'll get the engagement done and <laughs> yeah, then we'll like just work hard on the rest of the whatever. relationship. Yeah. Mid-20s, they're like the fuck like where's my ring and where's the wedding and they're like seriously though like i'm gonna make this decision right now for the rest of my life and it's like you need to get people on there who are like bro my life is just flying by me i got a clock here that i'm late on i I need to get married tomorrow and i need to start kids the day after right that's who needs to be contestants on this show again get these fucking 20 year olds out of here i want 35 year olds i want people who've plotted out their lives and they are off track yes and they are willing to do whatever it takes (laughs) to get their life back on track those are the decision those are the decision makers i want to see on yeah because all these people are like mid-20s we need some 35 year olds they're like of course i'm ready to get i was ready to get engaged to that, I, look, if I don't do this now, I'm going to be 40 tomorrow. Problem with the mid-30s, though, is you're going to lose a lot of that, like, um, 
tension and like love quickly all the 35 year olds would be like well listen i think you i like to you have a no, good job dude, no, the mid-30s bachelor would be like i like to have a good job i like to have a steady relationship with your father i think this will work versus dude, like he loves me or no, she loves me it's like this is gonna be very logical it's gonna be like well no problem we'll split the bill <laughs> mid-30s is gonna land us in that generation of like they're gonna say some bad stuff yeah it's gonna yeah. be like it'll be perfect to me because <laughs> it'll be back to just classic like toxic Trash. house environment yes yeah, so, like rather than the, people too aware of how to carry themselves in front of their phone like you know mtv I mean? uh like mtv reality shows yes like next that's and what all we those want. crazy shows that were just like this guy's yeah. an idiot that's what yeah. i want We're like these people exist who are these people that is what i want you want the people that like you're like i've never met anyone like this that's person. the whole thing about this show was like wait these people are going to go into a scenario where 30 of them are going to date the same person at the same time and one of them is going to wind up engaged to her you have to be fucking crazy to go on that. <laughs> and now it's like, we're all introducing the logic component into this. And they're like, what's an engagement? It's, really? It's like, get the fuck off the show. Bring me some older people who were, it were, they're just seeing, they're already like, you know, their, their, their life has flashed before yeah. their eyes and they're seeing, you know, they're seeing all the missed opportunities they yeah. had. And now they're willing to do whatever it takes. I want that. I want someone where the stakes are high. Yes. Like, um, what's her face during COVID who engage, got engaged with the dude after like three weeks of the show? Oh Claire. yeah, Claire. That's and she literally just left the show in the about. middle of it. Yeah. Get me contestants like Claire. <laughs> where she's like, this is my third time on here. I'm not fucking this one up. But you she's want those like, to be the contestants, not the Bachelor Bachelor. I don't give a shit. Yeah. No, because then the show will end early. Want, yeah, well, I want you 30 people. Those people. I want 30 people like Claire coming on the show. Yeah, right. It were just ready. Like, ready let's to go. go no bs ready to go a bunch of them and a bunch of those the life coaches why are the life coaches always so insanely crazy i, I think it's because they're like what was again it's cart before the carl. horse yeah i want a bunch of carls and yeah. a bunch of claire's carls only. i guess that is kind of the what <laughs> carls only it's kind of what paradise is to some extent right uh, it's all the people that are like are lo are like loose cannons except last time on paradise they were all like there are rules get off the island right and you're like what they formed like a pact there's no rules like this is why you're here yeah it's because you didn't play by the rules stop that shit <laughs> none of us want that you should all be losing followers the more you play by the rules the more you should lose people who pay attention to you i want rule i want people who are like there are no rules no rules it's whatever it takes um real world versus no rules not road rules right but yeah i'm just kind of anyway, like that's that's what this last episode had me I love that. a lot like yeah so at the end of the whole rachel avon thing i felt like they both have you have your right to feel how you want to feel it's just like she put a lot of pressure on him with the engagement and with the obsession about engagement and he pulled the plug and I just felt like if he wouldn't have done that, he would have been blameless. But you pull the plug, I understand where she's coming from a little bit. I do too. I do too. Um, okay, Gabby and Eric. Mm. Eric, Eric, Eric. By the way, Grandpa said some real stuff there. He said, you both have to be 90-90, not 50-50. And I thought that might be the biggest truth, biggest truth bomb of the show. It's true, right? If you're 50, 50 in a relationship, then you're, it's, it's always a ledger. Well, I've done half my work. Have you done yours? But if you're expecting to go 90 and they expect to go 90, then you're always overachieving and always like building each other up. And I thought, wow, 
that's some brilliant shit. I've never heard 90-90, but it's, that's the truth, right? If you're always thinking 50-50, you're always going to be kind of being competitive and making sure that like, well, you didn't do the dishes because I didn't do the this that's or whatever. The that's the kid's perspective. That's the kid's. But when you go 90, if you're just like, I'm going to do more than what she thinks I'm going to do or more than what he thinks I'm going to do. And without expectation then? Of just and like, without I'm expectation. I'm going to do it because I love you. Then if you're both doing that, it's like you can't lose. Well, and that's a great deal. Great had, deal. Did I ever talk about this? My acupuncturist talked about good deal, bad deals. No. Well. You were doing acupuncturist. My family, I used to oh. more. But yeah, one of my um, parents' best friends was this acupuncturist couple. Whoa. And they, um, uh, yeah, and, and we were very good friends with their son for a long time. Anyway, it was a, it was a, it was a thing. But he talks to us constantly about good deal, bad deal. And so it was just like, you know, in a relationship, 50-50, where every, each person's keeping a ledger the whole time, yeah. that's a bad deal. Bad deal. In a relationship, if someone's putting in 90, 90% effort, but the other person's not also putting in 90% effort, so there's an overplay, also bad deal. Mm-hmm. If both people are putting in 90%, well, now we got, that's a good deal. And he just talks about it to like all these different scenarios about yeah. just like what's the good deal obviously in the relationship like in most things 50 50 is a very good deal but i do like yeah. the, the sage advice from the grandfather it's the mindset yeah i mean look like because there's a, the truth is i want to go back there was a my friend brought this up recently to me about an old man i used to take care of who talked about the truth about marriages mm-hmm. he was very old he was his wife was going through dementia he's taking care of her all this stuff. And he was talking about, you know, how you pick relationships when you're young versus like what your relationship turns into as you get older. And he just, he was telling me, he's like, look, like the truth is like the person you're marrying is the person you're trusting to take care of you when you die. You don't know who it's going to be. Most likely one of you is going to start to degrade before the other person. And you're going to be in a situation where it doesn't become 50-50 or 90-90. It's going to be, you're putting in 100% of the work and they can't fucking do anything because they don't even know what day it is. And they can't put their pants on. And you're choosing to love that person and take care of them, hopefully, through that whole point. Or if you're that person who needs all that love and attention, they're going to give it to you. That's what it really is. Mm. And it's like extending that trust. And it was just like, it was a very old perspective on it, but it was just sort of like, oh shit, this is how you have to look at the person's like character. Yeah. You're not looking at like your attraction to them and how how that's been sustained over the few years, like how often you guys are having sex or whatever, whatever. It's like, how much do you trust them to take care of your fucking well-being for just, you know, to just love you yeah. unconditionally if you end up like, I mean, look at Eric's mom and dad. That shit's not 50-50 anymore. Right. You know, and it's like, we're all moved. We're all moved by that relationship because it's like, yeah, that is love. Right. That's what you should be looking at in terms of this stuff. It's just like, is that the person who's going to take care of you? Yeah. I don't know. It's always stuck with me because I think it's so true. Uh, But that to me is like when I'm hearing her grandfather talk about that is like that's what i'm hearing about well do you ever notice that when you're struggling in your relationship it's starting to go 50 50 all the time right when you're in the 90 90 mode 
it's like really hard to have a bad relationship. But when you're in that, it, that when, when things are difficult, everyone starts to go 50-50. And you start to go, oh, I've been pulling way too much weight around here. You start going there, you know? Well, and it starts like that to me is where like, we're not saying, we're not saying what we need. We're not vocalizing what our needs are. Where it's like, hey, like, oh, man, like I've been, I need a day. I need a day. Or I need to go see my friends or I need to go do something. I need to go. I just need this thing. I need you to make an exception. I need to go do this. I need a reset. I need a break. Otherwise, like it does turn into that like tit for tat type of thing. And it's like maybe one person's not saying it. Maybe both people aren't saying what they need. But that's Mm. where like communication, those communication foundations start to become way more apparent. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. You want to get into Tony and the family? Yeah. And then just how that whole thing went down. Dude, I don't know what it was so funny to me, but like Avon was so natural in front of the family. And there was something about when Tony came into, uh, he was nervous. He was so nervous and he came in and they were just like, how you doing? He's just, yeah, good. And they, they, and then like he had no ability to talk in front of them. He was sweating. He was like so nervous. And the best was like the mom, or I think it was the mom, was like, "So what do you have in common with her? Tell me about it." And he's just like, "Um, yeah, we have, we have good stuff." And uh, he goes, "And well, you know, we can't go surfing together." Um, so she asked for what they have in common and only thing he could come up with was what they, what they can't do together. (laughs) He was so nervous. She's like, okay, I understand. Um, okay. Like, I don't know what it was, but then, and then also the way that he's just, he talks like a bro. And then I thought to myself, I think that's what we sound like. Except he also like he, he was losing lots of likes lots of bros lots of you knows lots of uh but then he also says his shining moments just sound so scripted to me well he snaps in and out of so like the family i remember the family walked in and he goes the family goes so tell us about yourselves tell us about your guys's connection tell us about your first date and he goes um yeah uh and then she goes remember we did this and we did this and he's like exactly (laughs) <laughs> it was so good and like he just, did, just what she said it was great when he's with her dad though when he's like he'll snap into like really good like he's like li- look like, i don't know what i could look i'm gonna take care of her i'm gonna make her extremely happy all right and the yeah. dad's like look i like you yeah 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 yeah, yeah. rachel's <laughs> dad too of all the things he like talked like he was gonna be big tony like he was right. gonna be the partisan he's like the easiest dude in the world right He's just like, I'm going to put a hard question towards you. What's your answer? Hmm. Right. It's very like like classic. You say anything at all. That sounds remotely hallmark. And he's like, great job. Yeah. Like, I'm going to love your daughter. I like this. And I'm going to respect her. And he's like, I like you. It's a little bit like, that's all I got to say. No, he's kind of like, you could tell he's like teddy bear guy who just is like, I got to act tough. Like, you know, that's his vibe. Yeah. But I thought like, yeah, it was, it was funny. I think there's a lot of forgiveness there too. He strikes me as like, you could you could do wrong by Rachel. And then when he's calling you out for it, if you were just like, look, like I'm going to do better. I swear. He'd be like, I like this guy. He like, he's like, I'm your coach. (laughs) You know, if you relate to being on the sports team, he's like, I made a lot of mistakes. Like, you know, it matters is that it's not that you made the mistakes. It's that you're going to improve 
after hey, making mistakes. What do you do when you fall down? Get ourselves you get back, back up. up again. Hey, brother, come here. Let me get what your course light. What did Batman's dad say to him? What do we do when we fall down, Bruce? I don't think he's doing Batman quotes. I say though. that to Ruth. <laughs> I quote Batman to Ruth all the time. And they also didn't grill him like Avon. I feel like they grilled Avon harder. Like they were kind of like, because even he even said like, why should I, rem-, you know, like what about you is imp- impressive? And then the friends are like, are you really ready? Like well, they didn't really grill Tony like that. Or Tino, I always say Tony. Have I said Tony this whole time? I, dude, honestly don't even care what his name is. Um, but they, I want to know just, what the drama is they that they didn't, drop they didn't about grill Tino. Um, I will forever call him fake um fake tyler fake tyler or not fake tyler but tyler 2.0 tyler 2.0 but he's not like a better version of tyler he's like tyler 0.5 i, I always use 2.0 as just like another one not the next level because yeah, well he's not i mean the idea is that they're always improving but no way this dude's gonna date Gigi hadid Oh no, Ty! It's because Tyler is Tyler like Tyler was. Tyler is you know timeless. He's ty- Tyler is Tyler's an enigma. Like how yeah. is it even Tyler? Tyler is like a guy that's just like what, and then at the same time is dating like <laughs> supermodels, and then like also has like a book, and you're just like, what is happening? He doesn't even know what's happening. He doesn't know what's happening. It's happened to him. It's happened to he's him. Like, um, these like famous girls like hit me up on my dms and now we're dating and apparently she's part, like famous or something it's the ultimate tyler situation it of really like is. tyler tyler like, tyler um uh I, I, another just a side thing i brought i've thought about i felt bad for avon in that he uh he was so hard on himself like after everything went down like he was sitting there crying in the in the itms and he was like i failed and I was like, bro, like, that it's was just rough. like, no, like, dude. Why do you feel so like you just, you need to, you need to step back, watch this, realize, I don't know, like, you didn't fail. You were just dealing with someone who, at the end of it, we like, in my mind, you guys are on different pages and you're yeah. both dodging bullets. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Cause oh you know you know what was crazy to me this is what was crazy because they kept slipping they kept slipping when they were talking to each other like they kept kind of saying shit that kept incriminating themselves mm-hmm. like he incriminates himself by going I got caught up which basically admits to saying and he's like I, not in right? a bad way no but he admits to basically saying I know I said I was going to get HD but now I'm not and then she slipped up by going if it wasn't for this show basically we'd be together. But because of this show, I need to be engaged. Do you remember that? Yeah. She literally said, like, in any other world, we'd be together. But in this one, I'm not leaving out of here without being engaged. And it was kind of like, so you admit to basically saying you wouldn't get engaged when you didn't feel like it. And you admit that you're going to give up a possible love of your life just to say that you got engaged on the show. Like, what is going on with you guys? It was very weird that they both kind of, like, admitted this. Like, it was just bizarre that they both kind of admitted that like they're suspending their true feelings for the show. That's my like she's sobbing, <sighs> crying, giving up her possible love of her life for this engagement, and he's going, "I'm sorry, I told you I'd get engaged." It's like, how did you? What happened, to you guys? Where I love, where Latino's just like, "I love you, I love you." Yeah, <laughs> Tino's the most constant. 
He's just like, again, biggest red flag for her is like his family does not like the show. I think the bigger red flag is that he just tells her he loves her whenever she feels nervous. Oh, whenever it's like... (laughs) That's my favorite. She goes, I don't know if this is going to work. He goes, by the way, I love you. By the way, I'm ready to get engaged. I'm ready. I'll marry you right now. I'll drop down on one knee. Anytime she gets nervous, he just goes, by the way, you're you're the queen of the world. (sighs) Okay. Eric. Eric, dude, this is... Eric and Gabs. I'm going to grab a beer. Keep talking. We're starting to see the side of Eric we saw episode one, which is like this passive aggressive, knowing he's the only guy left on the show, using his leverage, and starting to change the way things are going. That's how I feel. He's out here now. He's pulling this card on Gabby after everything. And I don't like it. He blew it massively in like, it's funny how these, like a lot of these people are like blowing it in moments, like single moments, blowing the whole thing wide open. My whole thing is it goes back to Avon a little bit. It's like, it's okay to feel or or Rachel or Avon. It's like, it's okay to feel a certain way. You just got to be communicative. He fucked up massively because he goes like this, because by the way, Gabby's being so chill. And she even says, I don't want to put pressure on you. I want you to be honest about how you feel. I feel like you're probably under a lot of pressure right now. Don't feel that way. Be honest. I don't want either of us to be under pressure. Okay. Then he goes, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. And then fast forward two minutes later when they're in their little off camera kind of side thing. And he's just like, can we just like date? And it's like, bro, if you wouldn't have said that I want to spend the rest of my life with you and you just would have said, hey, I got to be honest with you. I'm so in love with you, but this is just too much. And I feel like we haven't spent that much time together realistically. If he had just but, been it's like, like, if he, but he literally said to her, I want to spend the rest of my life with you, which in her mind goes, cool, I can relax. We are totally on the same page. Minutes later, just goes, I think I just want to date. Like, bro, that is some shady player behavior right there. That's what I'm that's shady player behavior. Like that's you. It's the same thing we were talking about earlier. I don't want to hurt your feelings in this moment because we're having a good vibe. So I'm just going to tell you whatever you want to hear. And the way he talks though, this is my issue is the way he talks to her is he's talking to, he's not saying things that make her, he's not like saying things to mislead her, but the way he's talking to her is like, I mean, like he's acting like it's so like, so cool. And so just like, I mean, look like, I love you, but like, can't we just, you know, just date? Like, what are we gonna, we're gonna go do this? Like, right. We're really gonna do this. Like, he's cooler than the situation. Yeah. And like, if she doesn't match his thing, then it's like she's not. And she just like stormed away and she's just down the hall screaming. And then he's like, no. He's oh. just down the hall. He's like, let her do her thing. Yeah. He didn't even like go after her being like, hey, I love you. Like, that's the thing I felt that was different about like Avon, you know, Zach, like all these guys. It was like they were they felt like it's what I like said. chasing it's, like they were like, I don't want you to get the wrong impression. I love you. Zach's like, I'm annoyed that you made me feel this way. So I'm dude, not. Do- he's being super manipulative. He's being manipulative. He's very aware. He's the only person left on the show. He and is. now he he's totally like, is. oh, I don't have to like now it's not just about me catering towards her. Let's see what she'll do under pressure 
for me. A little bit of an insight into what like reality looks like with him, like in real life. Yes. You know? Yes. Which is, I want to say the red flag we pointed out episode one, big time. Yeah. Which was that weird passive aggressiveness, which they showed us. And I always said, they're not going to show that stuff unless it's going to come back. That's a character trait. Yeah. feels weird about it. Pre-ripped jeans, dude. I don't like it. Well, Lies. it's funny because, because he's you like... Know what? Okay, you know what? I want to take it back to the pre-ripped jeans. I'm sorry to interrupt, but you know... Let's pre- do it. Pre-ripped jeans yes. are lying to the world. You're lying to everyone, making it look like you ripped those through wear and tear. You didn't. Mm, You're interesting lying. take. And interesting we can take. all see that you lied about it. Mm. Yeah. Designer, designer is just liar. But think about it. If you wear cargo shorts and you never use the cargo part... You're lying to the world that you transport more items than you most should, people. To me, if your shorts have lots of pockets, you better have a reason for all of them. Like you better have a lot of gear that you bring with you. Now, when I was a little kid and I wore cargo shorts, we you used goddamn right. I filled them there up. There was toys, dirt, all kinds rocks. of stuff, dude. When do you get past the rock? Ember's in a big rock phase. She's carrying rocks around. She'll just pick up a random rock. Nothing special about it. Barely anything special about it at all. And be like, can we take this? And I'm like, we know how this ends. I take this home. I have 40,000 rocks now and I throw them out and you've never noticed them. You better go through. You better go through the What is the deal with the rocks? I don't know, dude. Kids are just weird. (laughs) But in some way it's like special. They're like, look at this special little thing I found. It's like a little detail, like some tactile detail where like, I just don't pay attention to the world in that way. I don't care to interact well, with the world numb. anymore in that way. We're not. I'm disconnected. We're shark eyes. Just <laughs> black <laughs> eyes. I can't see it. I can't see it in front of me unless I can smell it or sense its movement. <laughs> if you know if it's bleeding. Yeah, just blood. <laughs> um, Otherwise, it's just... <laughs> it's like you can't even hear. Just All you hear is this... Anytime someone's talking, it's just. Blood! And then, no, 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 then you go. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I love it. It makes me think of the fantastic Mr. Fox when the mole. Have you ever seen that movie? No, I know what you're talking about. The mole, there's a mole in it and he'll just sort of zit down out and his pupils change. It's the stop motion movie. It's the movie yeah. with like uh, little characters. Yeah. And, yeah, but his pupils will just go into this weird mode and they're like, <laughs> oh, he's not here anymore. And he's just like, <laughs> and they just like snap their fingers. He's like, what? Who? And he comes back. He just blacks out. It's just like that. Jeez. Yeah, uh, I just, you know, and this is, again, I feel like these are the games that these mid-20-year-old Gen Z bullshit fucking people <laughs> play on this show, and I'm over it. I want people who feel like their life has escaped them. You want panic. Yeah. You want urgency. Yes. Not you- this kind of, I don't want people to play games like this where they're like, hedging bets i want people to just be like i want some you want the options to be limited because you gotta think about these mid-20s attractive people they walk off the show now they have more options than they ever had i want desperation yeah you want you want a feeling of i don't have time 
Yeah. We need to make this happen now. I needed to get engaged yesterday. <laughs> All my friends... I want, I want the person who's coming on being like, yes, I'm ready for marriage. My brother's married. My sister's married. Right. All my, my friends parents are, are married. judging me. They all have kids. My parents are like, whatever. And then when you go to meet their family, they're like, all I got to say is it's about time. Let's just get some girl in here who says that she halfway likes him and we'll just lock that thing down. Mm. That's the stuff I want to see. That's what I want on this show again. Some real panicked people where everyone's panicked and concerned right. for this person where they're like, he's really good. He just needs to get the hell out of his own way. Yes. Hopefully she's, hopefully he's fooled her. Hopefully you guys have fooled her into right. thinking he's a total catch. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> How long do you think you'll be engaged? <laughs> I like you like how it just out of the clouds came out of that one surprised you. <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. I mean, look, like for me, You're like I'm thinking a 10 to 12 year. No, period. for Beck and I, the timestamp like right now, it's really holding it up is being indecisive about the scale of the wedding that we want to do. Because I like how that's the issue. It's not like whether we're ready. Look, it's like. It's my like, friends, I want to know if I need to spend every oh, dime I own on this thing or if we're going to do a nice, like, well, small so one. for me, the engagement is like, I, I like her friends got engaged and they got married within like a few months, right? Of it the was engagement. just, a, yeah. and that's kind of my inclination is like, I'm not saying it, I'm not asking because I'm like ready two years from now, I'm asking because I'm ready now, right now, exactly, right? But the you know. I don't care how the wedding happens. I think once you have a couple kids too, it's not really like a... No, this is what we always say. (laughs) Like, what are you afraid of at this point? Who cares, dude? But when it comes to the ceremony... You're going to go big, dude. I want to make I want it to be a Cirque Day, so... So this is the thing, is is like, I was talking to some friends where like, I just went to a couple weddings recently. One of them was the whole ceremony where they invited, you know, it was like, they invited a lot of people beautiful location great dinner yeah they had buses to transport us to and from like where it was and then they had an after party location and all of that stuff and it's like it's a lot of money oh that yeah goes into this and this isn't even like as austin like it wasn't like overly ostentatious Not what you're trying to do. but it was still like you're dropping tens of thousands of oh, dollars yeah. and i was just like and then we went to another friend's wedding. And you shortly want like after. live elephants and stuff. So it's going to be. I mean, when you're going to dream, you got to dream. You, you know got to go mean? big. But when I went to another friend's wedding and they were like, hey, like we're only inviting like six of our friends and the rest of it's just family. We're doing a very small ceremony, like maybe 20 people. And then the next day, we're all going to get together and we, we rented out this little location and we're all going to get together and do some toasts there. Or like I've had friends do courthouse weddings and then they spend like sub $10,000. And they do like a big party. Yeah. And everyone comes. And you know what I don't give a shit about? What? Anyone's ceremony. True. The dinners, because they're usually not that great. Like when you have a halfway decent wedding meal at a dinner, I mean, dinner at a wedding situation you're like yo like catering was like pretty good well, this is like a, this is like our whole thing we talked about it's like booze and food as long as you those things are money, good everyone's having a good time you know how much money pretty good costs for, to serve pretty good to 150 people a lot a shit a lot and so i was just like it's not about whether or not it's feasible or you can swing it it's more so like bro like how do we want to do this why yeah. would we settle for pretty why would we spend like, whatever don't, don't we want it to be great pretty yeah good when I'm like, 
maybe a courthouse and like a sick party sounds tight. Right. Or like maybe who cares? <laughs> right. I don't know. It's like we just got to figure it out because I'm like I could be I could go. It any, could go either way. I could go any direction. You on could it. go extravagant uh, of the year or something chill and small. That year. is yeah. though. That is the biggest holdup for us with the date is just simply deciding How, what we want to do. Beck like. and I, knowing Beck and I, we could be engaged for the next five years or two months depending on how it goes right we might just make the decision and just go get the documentation knowing you guys i know what you'll be like you'll be just like one day have a conversation on a vacation and all of a sudden it's like weddings in two months most likely we'll just end up going and getting married just to get the certification and then you'll just throw the biggest party ever and then we'll just plan like a normal wedding like way later right right maybe if it ever happens right on mars yeah sick if anything, the wedding's for Ruth at this point. Yeah, honestly, it really is for the she's kids. she's so the, excited she, about she, it. She, I want my dress and I want to be up there. She's like, you guys are getting, she's telling people that we're getting married on her birthday. Right, that of course. her birthday party is going to be us getting married. That's becomes, that has become Ember anytime she asks for something. I'm like, maybe, maybe your birthday. I think at this point I've racked up like 3,000 gifts because she just asks for stuff all the time. Maybe. And I'll be like, oh, maybe on your birthday. Maybe ask If, if I back up everything I've said, it'll be in debt for the rest of my life okay, you paying know for the gifts that Ruth she's asked for. Ruth is now at um, it's almost Christmas. Oh yeah. That's happening already. Yeah. It's it, almost Christmas, dad. It's like, it's like four months away. <laughs> Halloween hasn't even happened yet. There's a Halloween, Thanksgiving. We got some stuff going on before that. Um, all right. Well, we got one more week before we're in paradise. Well, touch sand. Touch, what did we say? We, we came up with some saying. We had some. What was it? You may have touched sand, but you won't be kissed by the sun. Oh, that's really good. For the good. people who go home early, there's no tan. They'll just have some dusty toes exactly. from the sand, but they won't. They won't have that post sunburn tan. The sunburn. Kissed by the sun. What is that? Seal. Yeah. Is it really kissed by the sun? No, what's kissed the, by a rose. Kissed by... Kissed okay. by a rose. On. Who is Seal married to? Uh, uh, the Victoria's Secret model. Uh, Heidi Klum. That is... Right. Yeah. That's some, that's some our generation stuff. That's some us in high school shit right there. Well, we love you guys. Have an amazing weekend. Finale next week. Then we touch sand. It's gonna be great. Peace and love. Enjoy and love spread positive vibrations yes don't um don't be the person with bad vibes no bad vibes no bad vibes only dad vibes good vibes only peace and love love you guys have a good weekend bye